Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to the year in review fourth quarter update for staying in the black. I can't believe like we're already at the end of the year. 2022 is over or and like we're at the fourth quarter review. Time definitely flies I think as you get older. And so I have lit, written down a list of not only what has happened in this fourth quarter, but kind of a year end of the year review for the podcast as a whole. These episodes kind of give me the opportunity to record where I am business-wise, financially, project what I want to happen in the future, um, and allow you guys to kind of get a peek into what happens or what is going on behind the scenes, like pulling the curtain back to say like, this is what's going on behind the scenes. I recognize that being as transparent as possible with you in this process kind of is like your accountability partner in your head. Um, or kind of allows you to project or, you know, compare, although comparison is the thief of joy, compare kind of like where your business is or where your plan on whatever you're doing, your side hustle is, um, just kind of having a marker. And, you know, I hope that you're listening be like, oh, I was well beyond that. Or I'm now well beyond where she is at that point, because, Sometimes you need to be ahead of somebody to feel like, yes, I can take the next step. And if I'm that person for you, that is fine. I'm actually pleased and excited to be where I am in this process. I am a uh, a turtle in so many ways. I am a turtle investor. I am now a turtle entrepreneur because I started this podcast, like, I think, yeah, 10 years before I could, um, retire fully retire with like with age so i i did that intentionally to say hey you're you'll figure this out and you'll figure out whether podcasting is for you and then what you're going to do in retirement because that's the whole building my runway to retirement and you know i share like this is where i am this is what i you know like to do i am going to be a bit more transparent on my website going forward, I'll start posting my quarterly statements um, for my retirement accounts. So you guys can kind of see where I am and they're probably gonna be 
boring to some degree, but if you want to see the numbers, you'll be able to like see the exact numbers. Like if the market goes down, whether, you know, how that impacted my, um, my retirement funds, if it goes up, how that impacted my retirement funds, you're just going to get the numbers and you'll already know kind of what was happening with the market in said quarter. And so that's something that I'll be adding to the website to make that a bit more interactive going forward. I'm not sure if in the quarterly uh, updates, if that information will be included because in preparing to be able to release this information to you guys, this, the our retirement system just takes forever to release the quarterly reports. They almost come almost like a month after the, the quarter ends. And I get it, it takes time to process the paperwork, but we'll figure that out. But it will definitely, there will definitely be an episode to talk about the numbers or at least just mention them and kind of what I'm invested in, why it, you know, why my portfolio is moving in the way that it is. But this will also help me, you know, figure out what I'm doing and why. Because, you know, early I did an episode earlier or a couple of weeks ago that said, like, I am reviewing my retirement plan and figuring out, can I do it earlier? What's the impact? What's the pros and cons of retiring early? So I will be adding the actual retirement portfolio um, numbers to my runway to retirement. So you guys can see, you know, what's going on with that. Another thing happened this quarter. Well, here's the thing about this one. It didn't necessarily, it did not happen this quarter. I discovered it in the, um, in the fourth quarter, or it was brought to my attention in the fourth quarter, but our podcast was put in the root online magazine as one of the Top seven black, um, top seven black podcasts to listen to, and I mean, I was in there with some of the people that I definitely look up to, and so I would like to thank um, his and her money because they put up the post. I was at homecoming, and I was like, "Wait, is is staying in the black in the root?" Because they tagged me in their post saying, "Like, you know, we're excited to have been in the root, and we want to, you know." thank the other people or, you know, who were on this post, you know, in this article with us. And I went, I almost started crying because like, I just sit in my closet or in my living room recording these episodes. Sometimes my dog, you might hear in the background is in here uh, with me while I record. And now that my heart is off to college, it's just me and the school's comfort dog. He, you know, he's my road dog. And you know, I do these episodes in my closet. So the idea that somebody actually listed me, you know, the podcast in an article, I was just like, oh my God. Now we have been in Essence before, but Essence, it was so early in our podcasting journey. I, you know, and they not, they definitely honored us as the newcomer. So shout out to Bridget Bartlett for writing that article um, about, you know, me being the the newbie on the financial influencer team. And at that time, I was really just started, you know, out with hosting Saving Sundays, which really helped launch this podcast as a whole. So, you know, definitely I can do a party horn for that too. And so also this quarter, I participated in my first virtual 
conference. And so I participated in the Rich Teacher, Rich Educator Conference. You have what you need to retire conference. It was the first time that I had ever done an affiliate link. It was also the first time that I kind of went on camera. And so, you know, I do this anonymously. When designing the avatar for the podcast, I was really clear with the artist who's a teacher that I know that I didn't want it to look like me. However, for this um, conference, I thought it would look kind of weird for me to participate on a video and just have my avatar up. So I went and got a wig um, and found some glasses. Um, And so you kind of get to see me, but the wig is so big. You could, you, you get to see the glasses, the wig, uh, and and my smile, uh, and if you uh, if you participated in the Rich Educators Conference, you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. So that was exciting. So again, recognized as one of the top seven Black podcasts, participated in the first conference. I've also kind of mastered the batching of podcasts uh, this year in a way that kind of allowed me to be more present um, with my son during, you know, his senior year activities, traveling to colleges, that whole thing. Batching episodes were really important. I had heard about them, but I definitely perfected the art of batching this year. It also allowed me to go on a two-week vacation, something that I hadn't done, I think, since 2003. So, um, that's a little podcasting technique. So on the biz, on the business end, like batching and planning this year. And I think it's because I've become more comfortable with the process and know kind of what I need to do to record the podcast. And then I met with my accountant. I know that that was on my to-do list from quarter three to meet with my accountant. And so I met with my accountant and There's several times on record in this podcast, probably through every single quarterly update, where I refer to this podcast as a passion project. And my accountant was like, this is not a passion project. The IRS does not give tax deductions for passion projects. So this is your business. You will no longer refer to it as a passion project. And so I'm going to get used to that because I refer to it as a passion project because I'm not making any money off of it. And I want to be clear that when it's a business, it's truly a business. And he said, well, businesses take losses and you might be taking a loss right now, but it is a business. So stop, you know, speaking to existence what you want. And I'm a firm believer of that. So not a passion project. I met with my accountant about like, how should I structure this as a business? you know, an LLC, an S Corp. My accountant has been doing my taxes, oh my God, for probably like 20 years at this point. So he kind of knows my finances, you know, in and out. And he recommended that, you know, I structure it as an LLC um, instead of it. Initially, he wanted to do it as an S Corp, but because I'm not bringing in any revenues right now, He's like the fees for the S Corp and the filings would just be cost prohibitive. And so initially to do an LLC, which is what I thought and from my research, but I want to speak to an expert. That's not my wheelhouse. And when you're do when you're a person who's a DIYer about your 
finances, you also have to recognize and acknowledge when something is above your pay grade or above your knowledge. And so for that, I went to my accountant because he's going to have to do the taxes. And if I have a misstep, then he's going to say, why didn't you come to me first? So I went to him first and it was really, I'm really happy that I did. He also recommended some things that I hadn't considered. And so, you know, he does teacher taxes. So he said he would, you know, talk to some people about being guest on the podcast. Um, you know, some of his his uh, clients who have side hustles and very lucrative ones um, as, at that, and they're, they're still teachers. So um, definitely a good call. Something that I mentioned in the 100th episode is having the accountability partner um, in your business. Being a solopreneur or a new entrepreneur can be really lonely. And it's easy for you uh, to, you know, come up with excuses as to why you do and don't do things. And as I am a procrastinator, it's also easy to procrastinate about doing certain projects. So like, partly I did the, I I met with the accountant because I didn't want to record this episode. (laughs) And after recording the third quarter episode and haven't, and hadn't met with my accountant before the year is out. Another thing that I had mentioned in the third quarter was like figuring out the conflict of interest. And so I have an appointment with them in about two weeks. I didn't realize, you know, they were that booked, but looking at the conflict of interest right now, this podcast isn't a conflict of interest because I don't make money off of it. I'm not selling anything. Um, But as my plan to monetize uh, comes to fruition, I need to be really clear about what I can do or not because I love my job. I love what I do and I don't, and I love this podcast but I don't want, you know, what I do in this podcast to compromise my retirement plans. And so going to the conflict of interest group is something that I definitely will be doing um, so that, and I'll share that process. It, it would be great if I could get one of the people that I speak to to come on the podcast because conflict of interest may be something that depending on what you want to do as a teacher and where you teach, it may be an issue. And I don't want you to not start your build, your business or even um, think that you can't because of conflict of interest. So you have to go to the source and find out exactly what you can do and can't do um, and, and, and make it work. So to not be afraid of them. And I have kind of been afraid. I didn't want to go initially because I was like, who knows if this is going to stick and if it's something that I'm really going to do. Is it even worth it to like raise all these flags? And so after, you know, completing 100 episodes, I think like, yeah, this is something that I like to do. Um, I'm really enjoying doing it. And I want to make sure that um, I respect uh, the conflict of interest part of things. And I'll probably learn some things that I'll be able to bring back and share with you all about that process. So in speaking to the accountant, making the appointment to speak to conflict of interest and being totally transparent about wanting to monetize, we're going to add another segment or another, you know, standing episode um, 
or segment or episode to the podcast called Runway to Entrepreneurship, right? So I definitely share information with you about personal finances, interviews with teachers who have side hustles. And I also interview have interviewed people who help uh, small business owners, right? And so I want to take you along on my journey to entrepreneurship because if you would have asked me probably five years ago or, or I don't know, really almost two years ago, if I was an entrepreneur, I would say no, right? I don't, I didn't really see myself as one. And honestly, my thoughts or, you know, people are always like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm just like, okay, what's your business? What, you know, what's your revenue? That sort of thing. But the process is being entrepreneurial. It's something that my son and I speak about all the time. And it's not something that was a conversation in my home regularly. And so it's something that I struggle with. It probably goes to, you know, imposter syndrome and a whole bunch of other things. And my view of people who said they were entrepreneurs and the fact that sometimes I rarely if ever saw like an actual business coming out of that. Going through this process though has taught me it's not easy. Um, and it's a journey like your financial journey, the entrepreneurship journey is personal and it's a journey. It just doesn't, you don't wake up and have a six, you know, a six figure business. And so be transparent about that. It'll probably be an expansion of these um, quarterly updates and, um, we'll just refer to it as the runway to entrepreneurship. So we have our runway to retirement where we're trying to figure out what we want to do in retirement, (laughs) then our runway to entrepreneurship, which is like the technical part of, you know, not, not just the technical part, but just like the journey meeting with the accounting, meeting with the conflict of interest, on board, finding, you know, partnerships or commercials or landing on what my product is going to be or what services I'm going to offer. I'll share all of that in those runway to entrepreneurship episodes. And then we're redoing the website. So um, redoing the website so that can be trans, you know, so that you can follow my financial journey um, to both retirement, I don't know what financially it's going to look like for runway to entrepreneurship, but in retirement, I definitely will be sharing my quarterly statements from my um, TDA, my 403B, from my deferred comp, which is my 457. Um, those are my two major. I kind of have a taxable account. I don't necessarily know if that money will be used for retirement or something else. And so maybe, you know, I'll listen to you. You guys will ask me for what you want. I can also kind of consider like a quarterly net worth update, but I don't know about that. Um, only because it it doesn't usually have like major shifts that like a quarterly update is going to help you with. But I think the interesting thing that it could come from that is I am considering being more aggressive on my mortgage payoff, um, which will impact my net worth um, 
probably more than anything else um, that I could do um, as I get closer to retirement. So I'll definitely be asking some questions in my stories um, or doing some polls so that I kind of have a better idea of like what you need and what you want to hear about. And so that's, you know, how having more listeners and getting more feedback is really helpful. And then, you know, getting back to interviews. I enjoy the interviews. I enjoy speaking to people and hearing about not only their educational journeys, but their side hustle journeys, because I learn a lot from those. And when I speak to people who listen to this podcast, who know, they're like, oh, you know, I heard this, or I thought this was really interesting hearing from um, someone else's story always, you know, impacts you. So I want to get back to interviews. It's definitely a challenge to do that, but we're going to, I enjoy it. So I'm going to work hard to make sure that the interviews return and become um, more of a staple here at Staying in the Black. So to give you a quarter update, end of the year update, Staying in the Black, top seven Black podcasts, according to The Root, yay, participated in my first conference, the Rich Educators Conference, yay, Um, definitely re-engaging with my accountability partner, being more strategic uh, and intentional in my um, batch recording and planning of the podcast. Stop. I have to stop referring to the podcast as a passion project. I met according to my accountant and I'm going to follow that knowing that I'll be setting up an LLC. I'll be meeting with the conflict of interest people or board. Um, We're going to add a new segment or episode called the runway to entrepreneurship. We're updating the website to include, um, I think it'll get probably a whole overhaul, but also I'll be really transparent about my quarterly retirement um, statement so that you guys can see the numbers. Um, You might even have some advice or some thoughts. So I'm I'm, going to open myself up for that Um, because sometimes I'm the type of learner. I need to see it. Like what exactly? You talk a lot of stuff. You could put in your IG um, bio that, you know, you have a $1.7 million net worth. How? Why? Where does that come from? So that'll probably go into more details on the website. And again, getting back to the interviews. As always, as I record this episode, and I want to always, I will always take us back to why this podcast is named Staying in the Black. And that is because for the over the past 20 years, I used to say, to my girlfriends, there's the pink lady and then there's my soul sister. I used to say to them, like, I have to be in the black before I go into the new year. So I encourage you to sit down, look at your bills. Um, and I am in the black except for my mortgage. And I've shared before in previous episodes or just previous year in episodes that you have to give yourself some grace this is definitely a a journey to financial empowerment and part of 
for me, my financial empowerment was, okay, I don't want to be in debt. And it started out with not being in credit card debt by the end of the year to not being in credit card debt, but I still had student loan debt. um, And I think at one point I might've had a personal loan somewhere, but I gave myself the grace that when I, you know, I had a mortgage and I had student loan debt, but I didn't want to go into the new year with credit card debt. And then after I kind of did away with credit card. I was fine with the student loan and the mortgage debt. And then I got rid of the student loans and, and I paid them off. So, you know, there was, I didn't participate in, in loan forgiveness, but, you know, hats off to all of you who qualify for it. I hope that you apply for it and you got it. So it's always been be out of debt, except my mortgage. And so I go into the new year that way I feel free and clear um, and able to make plans going forward. So wherever you have to give yourself grace, give yourself grace, but try to um, eliminate, especially your consumer debt and the fact that the federal government has been raising rates steadily had six raises um, this year um, so far and so well this year. And so you want to be um, mindful. I wish for all of you in the new year to get rid of um, all debt that is stopping you from growing and feeling financially empowered. And the action step to take um, for the next, for for the new year is really, as always, sit down, look at your money um, and be intentional about the steps that you are going to take in 2023. I'm so excited to go into the new year and depending on how you see it, it's new year, new you, an opportunity. And as teachers, we get two new years. I feel like we get the one in January and we get the one in September. So we get to, we get two at bats when it comes to um, resetting. And I hope that you, you know, take this opportunity to have an honest conversation with yourself about your finances and put in place a plan that you can pay off your debt and be financially empowered and successful. And if it takes starting another business or getting us getting, you know, another job to do it, just be intentional, work really hard at it. And I look forward to speaking to you in the new year. Remember, stay in the black. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at staying in the BLK. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...